The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Boardwalk Audio Podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Tweety. I love wrestling. I'm Steven. And I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love, love wrestling. You should love wrestling. WWE, because I love wrestling. A lot of loving from Nick. We on the podcast, Joey Cliff, Nick, and Steven. But Steven ain't wrestling. Gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping that I love Rick Flair. The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, because we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, because it's the best. Yes. Whenever you shop on Amazon, you could support our show by going to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling. Click the support our artist button and then shop on Amazon.com like you normally would. Or in Ryan Tweedy's case, when you get six weight benches, <laughs> weight, weight belt, a oh, weight belt. Yeah. I know nothing about fitness, so I just got one weight belt and uh, they sent me six. <laughs> So. <laughs> they, didn't charge, they didn't charge you for all six. No, I only got charged for one. Did you keep all of them? Yeah. All right. Well, then there you go. Uh, Ryan Tweedy, now uh, <laughs> uh, weightlifting belt dealer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm officially a Harbringer uh, outlet store. Yeah. Hanging around in alleyways, opening up your coat like a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, weight belts are pretty big, so you could fit like two weight belts in your coat. I've got big coats. Oh, well, I saw the package. I was like, "There's no way there's one belt." In there. <laughs> just a giant. <laughs> just a giant. Uh, so I really funny. hope on the other end of that, the guy that shipped it was like, "This is Ryan Tweedy's lucky day, <laughs> trying to <laughs> get rid of some weight belts." Favor. Or there's some harbinger dealership that's like, <laughs> "Oh shit, I just got one belt." Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, oh man. Gotta, like, who got those six belts? I got to hunt them down. <laughs> now that we've already revealed who our guest is, he yeah. needs no introduction. Yeah, but, Joe, uh, you should give him one anyway. Great. Today's guest is the director of Through These Gates. Through These Gates, a documentary on the Nebraska Cornhuskers. He's also the co-host of Fish Out of Water, a comedy writing podcast, and the Big Red Cobcast. There you go. Yeah, you got it. Uh, yeah, got podcast about sure. Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> uh, please write, welcome to our show, writer, actor, and filmmaker, Ryan Tweedy. Welcome. Hey. Welcome, sir. Thanks for having me. Uh, do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to correct us? Because uh, I threw. I made Joey do the intro, and he doesn't know about the Big Red Cobcast. So what's that all about? Oh, it's just it's a cop. It's a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast. It's, it's a cobcast. It's a podcast done with corn cobs. We talk about Husker football. <laughs> uh, usually, Are you from Nebraska? I'm from Nebraska, okay. born and raised, mm-hmm. and I don't know anything. Re- I mean, I know a lot about football, but I don't know like the stats and stuff. So I'm just like the everyman, and then there's a bunch of stat guys, and yep. I just get everything wrong, and then people tweet at me and call me an oh. idiot. Oh, it's kind of like our wow. podcast. Yeah. yeah, sort of. People like calling me an idiot. Yeah, except oh, I yeah, know that's... about it, just not like 
Do you know? Uh, do you know uh, UCB performer, pack mentor, friend of the show, Eric Moneypenny? Do you know him? I do not. He knows way too much about stats and mm-hmm. football. He oh, could yeah. name quarterbacks from yeah anywhere or I like where he, they went to college. Yeah, he said like he could he could tell you any uh, like it's first weird. several round draft picks of quarterbacks of where they went to college. Oh, that's uh, crazy. He's got it's like real an encyclopedic and. Brain about yeah. I want to let's not get it wrong. I know a lot about Husker football. Nah, you're a big dumb idiot. Just not <laughs> as much as the other guys, right? Who are like one guy was a sports information director, but they know like every team and, and history right. and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm yeah. not good at that stuff. I love football, like professional foot, like NFL football. Right. I, I college football, it, it's too. There's too many teams. Like I don't know the fucking <laughs> difference between Texas, Texas State. Texan Texas A and M, Texas A M P M, Texas A M P M, Texas F M. I don't know which one. Baylor. Oh, Baylor. Texas Baylor. I'm just I'm the absolute definition of a college football fairweather fan. Like I went to Washington State University. The Cougars are our team, and I don't even know if we're if our season is going on until I see Facebook posts from friends saying we won or like oh we cooged it again. Just go a huge wide receiver commit from Nebraska at the last minute. Oh, great. Go go Cougs. (laughs) There you go. When I was in college at Slippery Rock University of Pennsylvania. (laughs) Is that really uh, what it was called? Very real. Uh, Our football team was not good, and therefore I didn't care. Uh, That's it. Yeah, okay, fair. I didn't have a football team at my college, and then many people have said, you missed out on the college experience, and I think I would have gone to a football game anyway. I went to one college. Now, look, granted, if if it was like, you know, I went to like Notre Dame or something, you'd be probably real fucking into it. Yeah. But like, we had a shitty team. I went like, I think, to one game during homecoming, homecoming week, like freshman year, and I was like, I have seen enough. Oh, I'm not even from like... I didn't go to the University of Nebraska. Right. Wait, so right. why do you, you host this it? podcast? I thought I'm, you went there. No, what, I would just such a fan. They, I'm from the that's I'm from Lincoln, which is where it's from. I went to school at some podunk little like the like not even a theater. Like I went there for theater, but it was like a shitty architect agricultural school. Yeah. Mud College. Yeah. <laughs> it was Wayne State College, but not the one in Detroit that everybody thinks is great. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say I think I've heard of it, but that's, that's probably Wayne I'm thinking, State. Is it, yeah. Yes, Wayne State. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, going to Washington State University, whenever I Google WSU stuff, I'll occasionally be thrown to a Wayne State University page, and I'm always oh, like, fuck those bitch. guys. Yeah, <laughs> that one's great. It's supposed to be like a great, I went to like a Wayne shitty... State. You guys been to, you guys been to Wing Street? Yes. Yeah. Wing Street College? Wing no. Street big, College. Fan of, big fan of Wing Street College. <laughs> All right. Uh, my favorite is, uh, my favorite class is Sauce 101. I love it. I love it. I'm specializing in... Uh, in, in specializing in finger licking... Food. It's awesome. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm specializing in barbecue. <laughs> no, don't don't move on. We're going to keep talking about wings. <laughs> oh, All right, go ahead. Speaking of wings, let's talk about... Oh, that's right. <laughs> Steven wrote today's description. This is another one of those verbose what the fucks. So go ahead, Steven. I personally like Steven's description. Oh, I like them. It's just no, they're crazy. Nick, Nick makes fun of effort. Uh, and, now, <laughs> and now today's topic. In 1996, Taco Bell made a full-page announcement <laughs> nice. in the New York Times that they had purchased the Liberty Bell to reduce the country's debt. <laughs> They renamed the prized piece of American culture the Taco Liberty Bell. Mm-hmm. The same day, White House Press Secretary Mike McCurry announced that the Lincoln Memorial had been sold and would be known as the Lincoln Mercury Memorial. Uh. But as we all know, America is not for sale. It was April 1st, also known as April Fool's Day, a holiday marked by harmless pranks and lots of laughs. But in 1990, April Fool's Day was no laughing matter. Uh. 
In an event at the Sky Dome in Toronto, Canada, celebrities like Mary Tyler Moore and Robert Goulet mixed with laymen to watch what was being called the <laughs> ultimate challenge on this episode of You Should Love Wrestling, WrestleMania 6, the ultimate warrior versus the real American Hulk Hogan. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a hell of a... I like that you said, like, you know, Mary Tyler Moore and Robert Goulet mixed with fucking normals. <laughs> <laughs> like the scum of the earth. You know who I'm disappointed you didn't mention? Taco mm. Bell's own. <laughs> Kermit, Kermit Becky. Becky. Kermit, Kermit Becky. Becky. Uh, Google them, guys. An inside joke that only me, Nick, and Steven will could, get. Could possibly get. Like, yeah. there's no. We wrote a sketch about Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah, or we, one of the founders, Kermit Becky. Kermit Becky. And it never went anywhere. We spent months we on this thing. thing. We like, love we wrote, it. Yeah, like, we wrote an entire show. The guy that owned the first Taco Bell. Uh, we were going to do like, an entire Taco Bell themed show. Yeah, yeah it was going to be we a half hour sketch show. We wrote a lot of sketches. <laughs> Didn't I see you guys do a sketch where you threw tacos into an audience or something? That was Arby's. We we oh, well, that was Arby's. That was but then we've also Arby's. done Wendy's with that sketch too. We recycled the same ideas. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we only got like two ideas, and this podcast is one of them. <laughs> Throwing food into an audience is the other. The yeah. joy of watching Pearlstein throw burgers or whatever roast beef sandwiches into an audience full mm-hmm. of people is worth it. Yeah, oh, it's was so it fun. at uh, Sunset or Franklin? You saw that? Uh, Franklin. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. that was the first time we so, did yeah, it. Yeah, you saw me. Uh, that was all fastball. And almost I hit think you hit in someone the in the face, yeah. yeah oh, no, wait, that was Wendy's. That was Wendy's. No, no, no. did hit a woman in the front row. The second oh, yeah, yeah. Second yeah. time. Big yeah. fan of that. Yeah, uh, I know you are. Yeah, yeah. I know you are. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was... Okay, so this is this is going to get us very off track. We're way but, off track. Uh, one of my favorite moments of when we did that sketch, we threw Arby's roast beef sandwiches in the audience. Steven hit a guy in the face, or at least winged one off of his face. Very yep. close, yes. And, um... This was like halfway through the show, and the guy looked very upset for the entire show. He just yeah. looked like he looked like the kind of guy that uh, did, wasn't able to laugh at himself. For like <laughs> well, well, because, well and, to be uh, fair, his dad was murdered by a cheeseburger in yeah. the seventies. Oh, yeah. But so uh, so Nick left like fairly soon after that sketch. Me mm-hmm. and Steven sticked around for the entire show, mm-hmm. and afterwards, you and I were both a little bit worried of like, is this guy gonna kick the guy gonna kick the shit out of us? And we had a very real conversation of like, I mean, you ready? Like, you what? Know, yeah. really? No. Joey proposed that idea that this guy's going to kick my ass or like we're going to get in a fight. And I'm like, no, it will okay, be fine. All right. And then we had this conversation. I was like, I mean, if we have to get in a fight, I think I feel yeah. like if we have to get in a fight with somebody, fine, I'll get in a fight with somebody. We'll be fine. <laughs> like nothing's going to happen. Did you see him? No. No. I oh. didn't see but him. But it was like, but I feel like it's that the, little bitch back down. Yeah, but I feel I like it's it. the one I moment after it. a comedy show where I've just, I'm just speaking of like myself emotionally, where yeah. I was like, I was ready to get your back, bro. Uh, like, I appreciate that, Joey. <laughs> I appreciate That's you, Rick. Brother, brother, brother. Yeah, yeah. And Franklin? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like watching 20 improvisers jump on some guy would be pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. That'd be the, that'd um, be the dream. But so, uh, uh, Ryan, plaid in that pile. Ryan, yep. why did you bring in the Ultimate Warrior versus Hulk Hogan for yes. us? Yes. Okay. Let's be looking at today. So, I've heard a few episodes, and not much is convincing Pearlstein here. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of, like, the actual matches. So, I picked a guy that is no wrestling like he's a horrible wrestler mm-hmm. he's all id he's purely just energy and cocaine in an acid trip and you get to just watch him go ape shit uh-huh the ultimate warrior uh-huh fair um and then you get to see like hulk hogan like the greatest face of all time in my opinion when you yeah. started that thought with this guy can't wrestle i was like this could be either guy <laughs> oh yeah really oh yeah up hulk until, hogan. Like, to be really, totally fair really up until you said the name i was like i mean I don't know, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean that's true i guess <laughs> i'm but, not i'm not a huge hogan mark we'll we'll get to it but i'm i'm, I'm not a huge fan of hogan see yeah. i grew up 
with Hogan as like my ultimate hero, and right. then the ultimate warrior came along. This guy just out ultimated the ultimate. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> dude. Okay, so when he comes out, he just starts. I mean, just you can't see what I'm doing here, but he's just shaking everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like he's just like he's just he's everything 80s, everything 90s, all kind of mixed <laughs> into one. He's cocaine, long hair, <laughs> bright colors, flashy like DeLoreans, muscles, <laughs> muscles. He reminds me of a like you know your uncle. That ever that is like kind of funny, right? Yeah, Mark. And, sure, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I should be, I should do improv like you guys. I should do stand up like you guys. And you're like, mm. no. <laughs> hey, I got a funny bit for you. Uh, your next show. Listen yeah. to this, right? Uh-huh. So he is the gym rat version of that. Ultimate Warrior is a gym rat, and oh. all the gym rats were like, you should be a professional wrestler. <laughs> and he was Pretty like, good. yeah, yeah, I should. And then he does, and he's just the greatest of all time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No, like, no substance. Like, he can't really wrestle. He just runs into things. Well, he had, he was under many substances. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. Oh, so much cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think that that is why he's all id. I think you'll appreciate the id in him. Mm. I feel like that's a normal thing with, like, 1980s wrestlers, specifically Hulk Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior, where, like, I don't get the impression that Hulk Hogan studied 1950s Rickadozen tapes. I get the impression <laughs> right. that he was at a gym and he's almost seven feet tall, and some <laughs> and like somebody was like, "Hey, do you want to be a wrestler?" Yeah, yeah. Like I like I think with the Ultimate Warrior, he was like a bodybuilder, and yeah. then like that's just where you know it's like somebody's in a gym and like Harley Race walks into the same gym and they're like, "Hey, follow me to wrestle." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, like, follow me. It's not weird. <laughs> yeah, Hogan, come down this dark corridor with me. <laughs> didn't Hogan wrestle for like year, like a decade before he became Hogan? Wasn't he around? Yeah, for yeah. Time? he did yeah, wrestle. He was uh, not like an. I don't think an insanely long period of time, but he was no. in a tag team called the Boulder Brothers. With actually, he was Terry Boulder, and his uh, partner was I forget his what his partner's name was, but it was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yep, and, and it's just Beefcake like Boulder. it's just it was whatever Boulder. Um, yeah. Boulder Beef. It was like Brutus Boulder or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they wrestled as a tag team for a while, and then. Hogan was signed by WWF after, like, you know, I think he'd wrestled around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're right. He probably did wrestle for, like, five, six, seven, eight years before and then becoming Warriors Hulk Hogan. And then all of a sudden just showed up. Yeah, Hulk like, Hogan. Pretty pretty just ran into the ring as fast as he could, beat someone, and was, like, champion. Yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan probably wrestled for, or the Ultimate Warrior probably wrestled for, like, two or three years at, up to that point. Yeah, we'd have like, to look this up. Yeah. You know, he wrestled for significantly less time. He was definitely known as, like, green. Like, yeah. you know, a newer guy, even when he was getting a main event push. And kind of always stayed. I mean, once he kind of found what his thing was, he kind of always stayed at that level. I mean, yeah. but you also can't go that hard every single night, which is why he kind of... Which is why it's hard. Exploded out pretty early. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, even as like a, as a wrestler. Well, let's um, let's cut to a quick clip of uh, some of that energy when this match starts. Hogan, the greatest reigning world champion of the World Wrestling Federation, greatest champion of all time. What a lot of people think. Yeah, so they're going in. Uh, yeah, like you said, mm-hmm. Ultimate Warrior's pumping. He's shaking mm-hmm. the ring ropes. Uh, this is just pure energy yeah. and bravado from yeah. the start. And then so again, this, is Wrestle, the this is WrestleMania six, yes. the main event. It was billed as the ultimate challenge. Yeah, yeah. and you skip uh, the the part where he literally ran full speed from the locker rooms all the way to the ring. Oh, that's right. how the video starts. 
Oh, the, you know what? Particular said, version that we found. Yeah, yeah. I think one you sent was like super low but, resolution but quality. But Steven's seen. It. You've yeah. seen Steven's him run. Seen. Yes, I've okay. seen it. He, um, yeah. he, lo- he just sprints down. Yeah, he's yeah. gassed out before the match starts. <laughs> yeah. well, that's yeah. flat out. Nothing that, smarter than starting a match like that. And that's that's something I think I've learned to respect. I was definitely somebody that didn't like the Ultimate Warriors and the Goldbergs growing up. Guys that like were very athletic, but like they weren't like the technical masters that like the Daniel right. Bryan's of the world are. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like something that I've grown to appreciate is like, you know, like uh, all of us, we have friends that have worked, uh, you know, for WCW and that have that know Goldberg. <laughs> and they've said things like, oh, like. Goldberg immediately after a match is like laying face down on the concrete because he's expelled so much energy in a two minute match. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. Just like, you know, like just like just screaming while he's going to the ring and pumping himself up. And it really is just like, you know, uh, somebody like the Ultimate Warrior, like to us, it seems lazy because he does like three moves and they don't look great. But like just the amount of energy that he expels in the ring. Well, the thing with a match like this and what the draw is and really what the draw of these two guys is which I the part that I do appreciate even with Hogan is that it's not so much the wrestlers it's the characters right. yeah. it's the portrayal it's the connection that they have with the audience and that I can respect and that's why I've I've always liked I mean, nobody can shit on the Ultimate Warrior's character work because yeah. he's a fucking madman. And, and I don't yeah. know how much of it is ca- like he's you take the broke. face paint and the shoelaces off his arms? It's not a character anymore. <laughs> it's pretty much just him. It's just him. What's crazy? This match he starts, believes his own shit. They yeah. are showboating like crazy. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. They're, it's. I, I don't know if these are like maybe the two most showboaty wrestlers there are. I, Probably. I, I'm guessing they're up there, but they're just they're both like doing their thing. Hogan's doing his ears. The Ultimate Warrior's like fist pumping the side. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's. <laughs> too much going on for the audience and the audience is losing their mind. But the, the audience like, is so vocal this entire match. Yeah, it's like, This was a record-breaking attendance for the, the Sky Dome at the time. Yes, it was. If you go back to, what, this was like 1990? Yeah. 1990. 1990. At this time, so I was 10 years old. Mm-hmm. At this time, this was like the biggest event that had yeah. happened in my life. Right? Yeah. I mean, my, my here, my This old, was my 9-11, but like in a good way. Yeah, this is my, <laughs> my positive 9-11. 9/11. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's exactly what it is. This was 9-11, like 9-11, but if I was a terrorist and I liked it, yeah. do you see? Yeah. Do you see? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Guys, this is my 9-11, and you're going to get that in 11 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, little little 10-year-old Tweety was go- having seizures and talking about 9-11. <laughs> it's just like, the future's coming. Well, and, and you... Like there, there's so much that builds up to this moment. I mean, you're yes. talking years of Hulk Hogan being the greatest, yeah, yeah. and then months of Ultimate Warrior being the greatest. <laughs> Six and, hours. Of and the interesting Warrior. thing too is that this is the th- th- this is for the World Heavyweight Championship and the Intercontinental and the Intercontinental Championship. Right. But technically, what doesn't the winner? Get, yeah, they, they established they established the rule that I think only exists in this match that you can't hold two titles. Right. I yeah. thought that this is the one where this the old, the first time where they both won this the first person to own both titles. I think they it I, is it yeah. is this is the first that's what I'm saying this is okay. the first one. So yes, for both titles. Yeah. But prior to this, you could not hold because I think it was pretty much tag team belts, the intercontinental belt, and the that was yeah, like, yeah, like the women's okay, title. Yeah. That was yeah. the women's title. Sure, that was like about it. As I understand it, Warrior had to vacate the title he had. Yeah, the intercontinental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Intercontinental yes, title. Okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like this match, uh, it starts, uh, you know, they start with like a <laughs> We're long... just randomly grabbing at hair. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate Warrior just going like, I'm strong. And I look how, but this, like this moment right here, yeah, no one locking. is as strong as Hulk Hogan. Right. And, and so that was he his does thing. this, and yeah. he, it's like, 
just seeing him compete as a kid is like, oh my god, he's as strong as Hogan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're saying all, like you're surprised that Ultimate Warrior like right, can be as strong. Right here is everything. Yeah. They're doing this yeah, like test, this of, test strength of strength thing. Look at these uh, two bratwursts locking it up. They, they do the interlocking finger thing. Uh-huh. And in real life, you know? there's no way Hogan stands a chance here. Ultimate no, Ultimate I'm not, Warrior. Not that kind of no. Ultimate no. Warrior submits Hogan no. into like nearly giving him a blowjob, and then Hogan reverses <laughs> it to so yeah, like he that, almost gets the blowjob. Like job. that test of strength goes on for like five minutes. Yeah. So it really matches. Test of strength. Yeah, this whole I match is like it's like it's just a... like a clash of titans, is what it is. It's yeah, like, it's not a wrestling spectacle by any Mm-mm. means. I wrote down in my notes. I said it's seven minutes. I don't think any technically wrestling moves have happened. Basically, all we have is the <laughs> test of strength and them pushing each other. That's all that happens after seven minutes. Like <laughs> it's so slow. There's a headbutt. Yeah, oh, cool. but you know, it, like you said, these guys are not technical masters. They're not, uh, you know, really jumping off of ropes or doing flips or anything. They're just they're characters and we love it i guess Mm -hmm. yeah something that uh i appreciate about this match is that like i feel like the wwe often tries to push like battles of the titans but like you just don't buy it Mm -hmm. so an example would be like randy orton versus john cena that's a match that they've done you know 20 times at this point and every time that they do it i feel like they try to push this air of just like oh it's like like the two top guys going against each other Uh yeah but like as an audience like the audience doesn't buy it and like me as a viewer i don't really buy it because it's just like they just don't feel like they're on the same level or it just feels like they're just pushing the narrative of this Mm -hmm. is this is just like macho man versus hogan or whatever or the rock versus austin whereas this even like watching it, you know, uh, nearly thirty years Jeez, after the fact, yep. it, it's like there's not a lot going on in the match. Respect Hogan, but it does <laughs> literally look from some angles like he's blowing. And, and actually, yeah. Hogan, yeah, like right moving there. his head back and forth too, Ooh, like, brother. But it's like, but this like feels. But, dick, but the audience buys that this is like a clash of two legends. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, and the, it's the the whole that they both get to do their thing because this is Hogan's yeah. thing right here. Yeah, he, he comes back from losing. Yeah, starts up. shaking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now the warrior's going to go down, and then he's going to do his shake thing, right? Like, yeah. But it, these guys, they, they both were. They were the biggest names in the sport at the time. Yeah. They were hugely over. Children love them. Adults love them. Everybody was a fan of both of these guys. So I'm going to have to speed up the playback of this video because, my God, nothing's <laughs> happening. <laughs> like, see, but everything is happening. Again, it's subtlety. Yeah, the audience is And the audience is freaking out. The audience is freaking out. Yeah, the audience are. is freaking out. Yeah, they love it. I guess, but I just don't. Yeah, like there that looks is. like a blowjob. That looks yeah, like yeah. a sloppy, sloppy blowjob. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Old Warrior would not give a sloppy blowjob. He'd give it his all. Oh, oh right really? there, right there. Right yeah, there. sloppy's yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow, uh, blowing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then Hogan. <laughs> you got it sped up, though. Hol- no, Hogan's like. <laughs> oh, it looks weird. Hogan's grinding into him. It's weird. We should put this speedy version up as a little bonus clip. We'll put like, a speedy version. Yeah, that gif, will, that gif will be on the. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll make sure that we get the blowjob <laughs> gif going. Blow job. Speedy blowjob I like gif. how he, Hogan does one elbow and then goes for the pin. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah, God yeah, bless these gotta, guys. That's got to finish him Just off, right? right back up. Hogan. Yeah, so Warrior gets right back up. Up. Yeah. Crisscross applesauce. Yeah. They then. Do this thing, this bouncing off the ring ropes, not hitting each other like uh, at uh, right angles, just is, going back and forth several times. This mm-hmm. is so obnoxious but and did boring. You, did you watch Dragon Ball growing up? No. no. Okay. This is Dragon Ball. This is. That means nothing. This is Goku and Vegeta flying around in the air, and then every once in a while clashing into each other. Yeah. And then whenever they do, there's. Or did you see? Did you see the Matrix? Uh, the, the third Matrix movie. Oh, you mean uh, Powerade the movie? Yeah. 
Did nope. you see that? Did you see that, Stephen? Why Matrix? would he ask? Why did he call it Powerade the movie? Did they? Did you see? It? Did you see oh, Matrix Revolutions? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's this is that scene at the end where Neo and Agent Smith are fighting each other. Yeah, where they're like flying around of, in the air and they like yes. collide, and then the water like kind of. But in this version, they're bouncing off of ring ropes, and don't it's you, not as cool. It's either the second or third one. Don't you remember when they're like in the subway and mm-hmm. there's just like ads fucking everywhere I don't for Powerade? Wow, no, I don't remember. Matrix made all my friends that I believed were on meth. Like even more, you made them start mad. Yeah, made, <laughs> made them get on they, them. Yeah, so they're on. So I was like, I can't watch the Matrix. Just made everybody super crazy and paranoid. So yeah. yeah, I mean that's why they really call are. it the the meth tricks. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, Joe. Anyway, look that up. Um, You'll see. There's a lot of Powerade ads. In that I'm gonna have to check this out. We also and have. By the uh, way, drink Powerade. <clears throat> Uh, always exclusively. Only there hasn't been anything other than a body slam, a couple leg kicks, a couple face rakes. Yes, there's yeah, not a lot. Like all these, little, all these holds and tests of strength. Yeah. As a, as a kid, I was not. Concerned. Yeah. Were you watching this live, like as a kid? Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Well, like, yeah. And I was sitting in front of my TV for like the from like 24 hours before the match started, waiting. <laughs> when, I won't I move. Fasted. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I felt. I, I don't think that I watched this match live, but I've definitely felt that with wrestling, where it's just like, I mean, it's it's building up an effective angle. It's like, yeah, this is like Hulk Hogan is the immortal, the ultimate warrior, has destroyed everybody in his path over the past year. So you're naturally going to want to see them collide to see who's the strongest. And right. this match is telling the story of mm-hmm. that. And it's a trans- um, like if you were to edit a movie, right? If you're editing a movie and you're making a transition of power from the yeah. hero to the new hero, this would be a perfect transition of power. Yeah, this is yeah. Wh- this is what that was supposed to be. Right. I mean, th- there was some stuff here and there where, like, I mean, we'll we, we can go ahead and spoil it. Like, at the <gasps> what? at the end, like at the end, the Ultimate Warrior wins. Mm-hmm. But like, The Rock talks about this sometimes as regards to his own career. The way that he won was really shitty, where it was like the ref was down and Hulk Hogan almost won, and mm-hmm. then the ref was still down and Ultimate Warrior almost won, and then uh, you know uh, Ultimate Warrior you know avoided the leg drop and then did the splash and pinned him, but yep. but like Hulk Hogan kicked out at like three point zero one, yeah. So it's like even that of like it's not really putting the new guy over. Because it's like, oh, he barely he beat did you. did it, well, but it was almost, just a little too late. It's yeah. almost saying he is as good as Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, that's is fair. huge. I mean, right? Yeah. Uh, that's fair. Well, I guess it's like the, the Rock talked about this in an interview where like he was scheduled to wrestle The Undertaker in a match and he was scheduled to beat The Undertaker. And it was sort of up to The Undertaker as to how that match would end. So like The Undertaker could have said, oh, uh, you're going to throw me out of the ring and I'll be knocked out and you'll, I'll lose by count out. Or... I'll hit you with a chair and you'll win by disqualification. Mm-hmm. And the Undertaker said, like, no, you're going to pin me one, two, three in the middle of the ring with the rock bottom. And right. like, you know, the Undertaker didn't kick out at like 3.5. It's like, no, he beat him clean into the Undertaker. It was like, oh, I'm like passing the torch to you. I could I could either pick you up and lift you up to my level where it's like or it could be like, oh, the rock barely beat the Undertaker yeah, and sure. he's still less than him. They, they have I, those little touches sometimes where it's like, oh, oh, just yeah. because he did that kick out thing, for instance, it's like. Hogan's still got to make himself look strong. And it, yeah, know, but, Hogan you know. was notorious for that. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, and if you want, you can get the inside information on all this by calling 1-900-909-WWF8. Yes, uh, you can. For yes, one forty nine for the first minute and then 99 cents for every minute after, you can find out all the exclusive information that we're talking about that nobody else knows. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah, yeah. Sure I'm going to call it right now. Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure it's still active and definitely call. Uh, it's probably Here, you know what? Let's, let's cut to a clip of me calling that line uh, right now. Hello? 
All right, so uh, that phone... I guess that phone line does not work. That was <laughs> sorry, I brought that up. Yeah, nothing My happened. Bad. My bad, y'all. Um, anyway, so we're still watching this uh, Hulk Hogan Undertaker match. It's still going. Uh, Ultimate Warrior. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, sorry, you were just talking about the Undertaker, Ultimate and Undertaker? all wrestling's the same. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, no, you know, I would say the Undertaker and Ultimate Warrior are the exact opposite of each other. They are. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Undertaker. Yeah, the, uh, the Undermit Warrior. Yeah. The Undertaker, <laughs> very dead. The Ultimate Warrior, very alive. <laughs> yes, uh, they are. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that, um, you know, we were talking about... Uh, the, ult- the Hulk Hogan is known for, like, politicking. He's known right. for, like, oh, yeah. protecting his spot. And this is another situation where it's, like, the where Hulk Hogan lost, and it was supposed to be a passing of the torch. But I think very quickly afterward, he was just, like... I don't know. I don't think he's ready, brother. Like, you know, yeah. uh, like he's he did a lot of that stuff. And I definitely think that this could have been a great passing of the torch thing. And it's arguable as to if the ultimate warrior would be the guy to pass the torch to. And I mean, the, the and warrior does win. Yeah. So here's what would have pissed he, me off. So in this video, we actually have a, a commercial break. And this was a pay-per-view. So the, like, this is OK. So what this was is um this was a pay-per-view match, but this was probably like a rebroadcast. It was probably rebroadcast on USA or whatever. Oh, like you okay. know, probably. I, I was right there. furious at the idea that I would have to pay for something, and then suddenly they'd cut to a commercial. No, there was no, no commercial. Like, I would uh, riot in the street. Like sometimes, what the WWE does is they'll like they'll get like a special on USA or NBC where it'll be like an hour-long special a month before <laughs> WrestleMania, where they'll put together all of the like best matches from the previous WrestleMania. Yeah, and yeah. usually just be kind of a clips package. And they do throw to the commercial. I think that's probably just the thing they you know they had Gorilla Monsoon record later yeah but I, he's out hoganing hogan right here he yeah. just did a hogan Ultimate better yeah he's like, hulking yeah, up. yeah he hulked up and and hulk is uh you know trying to hit the warrior and warriors no selling it or whatever it is <laughs> yeah. i know warrior just like uh, he's just dancing prancing feet that he does <laughs> is just ridiculous yeah but he's, he's just kind of like running rope to rope ultimate warrior is like your uncle but like at a wedding and he does weird dances yeah. and you're like oh that's not dancing don't do that but that's then the everybody loves him and starts doing it with him <laughs> yeah, and then right. you start doing it it's a blast i dare anybody <laughs> to just start doing that and then just start shaking anything around you. Right. Tell me you're not having a blast. Just, shake, there's one just shaking babies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shake, my God, please. Shake and bake babies? Babies, small shake, dogs. Shake and bake a baby. I love shake and bake babies. <laughs> and there's one thing we've established on this episode today. It's that the ultimate warrior is your uncle. Yeah. That's one thing we've you're definitely so, established. Sort of pretty racist uncle. Yeah, if you're listening, yeah. he's your uncle. Yeah. Uh, all uncles are sort of racist. Now, this is the biggest part of the match to me god the bear hug fucking okay i don't love this either this I, mean, I, I get what it is never needs to be done in wrestling i don't literally it. never they're it's hugging, so for like stupid he's barely he's like lightly holding on to his waist it's so awful i'm so mad about this how uh He's. I mean, You're being this, lightly. Brian? I'm so into everything. Okay. About the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> the the okay. Being lightly held by the Ultimate Warrior <laughs> is it's like, how it's like being held is. by your uncle. Yeah, like, like <laughs> your very strong uncle. You have to yeah. imagine if he did this to you, it would be like you doing this to a baby. Yeah, a shake and bake baby. A, a shake, shake and bake baby. Just yeah. imagine your uncle squeezing a shake and bake baby. Mm-hmm. It's and that's what this is. Yeah. Uh, this episode they is brought to you by color of shake and bake fried baby. chicken. One thing I want to notice too uh, in this, I feel like uh, yellow and orange are just like really went out of vogue after these guys. Am, <laughs> I, am I right? Like I don't feel like there are no wrestlers who yeah, wear a lot uh, of yellow. Yeah. I mean, so I like, yeah. so uh, we talked about a few episodes ago. Um, 
Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. You mentioned that you felt like Bret Hart was sort of, you felt like he was yeah. an older character. Yeah. And Bret Hart was definitely of the era of just like huge, like neon colors, right. like, you know. Uh, late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, like late 80s, early 90s. Like, you know, we're watching this match right now. Hulk Hogan's wearing red and yellow. Ultimate Warrior is wearing like yellow and orange. Yeah. Green. Um, a bit of green. You know, uh, 10 years later, the WrestleMania main event was between The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. who both wore just black trunks. Right. Um, so like now I feel, I feel like we're maybe getting back there a little bit with the colors, you know, mm-hmm. with like the Daniel Bryan's of the world, but there, it is still kind of like Bailey's got a lot of that yeah. as sort of a tribute. But Bailey's like a throwback character yeah. to that yeah, a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was just interesting to see that one thing too. I thought was a little, I, th- I assumed was a new thing in wrestling, but they did. Hogan got up on the ring ropes and did like punching to Ultimate Warrior, and they counted them out. One, two, oh, three. that's an I early. I assume that early... was like fairly new. Cause oh just no, no that's an forever trope. Oh now. no, that's that's like a that's just one of the that's one of the fun spots in wrestling that's existed forever. Counting. Now, <laughs> yeah. now they might count all ten numbers as ten. ten. But the one, two, three, four yeah. punch in the corner, that's been around since the dawn of anything. Gotta hate wrestling fans. Uh, we, uh, know. <laughs> we know, Steven. I have no idea. There was a move that just happened that I have no idea what it was. If hmm. The Ultimate Warrior was running the ropes, and uh, Hulk Hogan just, like, kind of. Just like yeah, out. Ultimate yeah. Warrior. Just the just Ultimate Warrior jumped. just jumps and Hulk Hogan just fell out. And Hulk Hogan touches him. Can't be over. Like when you're watching this live, you know it's not over because he didn't do the leg drop. It, yeah, it, I, I mean, I'd like to imagine that it ends by Ultimate Warrior knocking himself out on the floor. <laughs> what do you think about some of this stuff when Hogan is like venting his frustration? Uh, Earl Hebner's out. Yeah, uh, and, and Hogan is like counting for himself. And looking back, and I think he's doing that thing that you hate where he's playing to the very last row of the stadium, like, come on, brother! And he's like, he's <laughs> yeah. counting himself, and he's yeah. just, the frustration is is huge. There, it, is it annoying to you? Is it I, I mean, too it's, big? It's too big, but okay. I will say, like, this is one where I feel like, actually, they're communicating something that matters. Okay. Uh, really? like, like, interesting. Because it is... It is I feel like sometimes like this like type of frustration or whatever. It's almost been earned in the spot? Yes. Because okay. it's like he the, uh, Hogan's trying to pin him. Hogan's trying to do his job. But I feel like a lot of times and he's like showing the frustration. That's fine. It's still overactory. It's still fucking hammy. I hate it. But uh-huh. it like makes sense that in this story, I feel like what happens, it'll be like the, you know, it'll be five minutes into the match. They'll go for a pin. They don't get it. And they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get so, a pin. Five so minutes like, in. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, so just guess, go fuck yourself. Yeah, let's like, right. let's follow that a little bit of like, what, what do you think this story is? And why is this, why does this story feel more important to you than other wrestling stories that you've seen? Are, oh. Yeah. Are you somehow sold maybe on the characters? I guess it's, I guess that I don't find it more important. I guess for that specific story beat, what I'm saying is like, I I'm fine with you uh, tell overly tell or at least telling that part of the story. I feel like a lot of times they'll tell the part of the story like, can you believe that I didn't get the pin? And it's like, yeah, of course I can. It's a few minutes into the match and it just okay. started like you're not. Well, does does this match feel more intense to you than other matches or like like a bigger match than other matches? Because I guess Look it's how like strong he is. <laughs> he just Warrior shoulder just pressed. Yeah. yeah. And Hulk that is Hogan. pretty ridiculous yeah. to lift up Hulk Hogan over your head. Yeah. It's insane. What, what do you think he weighs? 270? Probably. I mean, Hulk Hogan was like legit six foot four, six 
what five six and foot he just six got a big guy too. yeah 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 i can um, i can barely imagine lifting like a broom over my head yeah <laughs> let alone that jesus yeah. and that's exactly. that's a human that's human weight so that's not like a, you're lifting like a barbell it's not right yeah, it's not well easy. no i mean it's all balanced it's it's harder, all brooms yeah. that i use are human i oh, use okay. human oh, yeah, brooms yeah, 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 made okay. of human mm-hmm. people oh okay. with their hair like to, the like the beauty and the beast ones that came back to life the, the spell was cur- uh, exactly. broken and then they came back to being human but yeah. you still use them as a broom is that how beauty and the beast ends the clock and shit they're all people they yeah. all become people oh okay and then the, i think the beast keeps on beast. using them as like dishes and stuff it's yeah, just if like if lay still i slop some bread on you <laughs> hey, look, there's a couple things in life i don't know it's that you should pinch people on saint patrick's day mm-hmm. and it's that all of the people were cursed to be objects in beauty <laughs> Wait, and the beast i guess i just learned one yeah, yeah. so yeah so this just ends very quickly it's hard to it's hard to tell when you have it sped up yeah, uh, it's an abrupt ending, but I feel like it has sort of the prototells of a lot of WrestleMania main events now of like Hulk Hogan went for his finisher, missed it, and yep. then Ultimate Warrior hit his finisher. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's WrestleMania 14 with Shawn Michaels hitting the sweet chin music. I mean, and then it and is then, so yeah. funny what finishers are now, too. And I know we've talked much about this and, and it's a, a well-known thing, but it is funny when we go back and we watch these matches and you think of how big finishers and things and spots have to be now. Yeah. As opposed to then, it's like, well. Leg drop, leg Oops, drop splash, whatever. Right. Uh, Not yeah. just splash. They had the gorilla press too. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. Is pretty, pretty impressive. Oh, that's yeah. very no, that's super impressive. Yeah, the one thing I did note, we talked a little bit about this, but that's the thing I saw immediately when they watched this match. I've never seen anybody kick up so close to the three count that I was like, oh. Wait, did he actually is get it the over? Three count? Because right. yeah. I wasn't 100% sure. Uh, and I'm sort of surprised by it. Like that, I couldn't tell that it was. It yeah. almost made oh, it's I was very, more like, like it's a, like, a tinge it's like, of controversy. Yeah, yeah it's like 3.0. That, and that's what we were talking about, about the difference between putting somebody over clean. For sure. And like the difference between like, you know, trying to still make yourself look good. Yeah. And I watched this at 20 speed, too. So it was extra hard for me. So you want, so this was two minutes no, for yeah, you. Yeah, this is a one minute match. This part is important. Yeah. Look, he gives over the warrior the belt. Yeah. Could you imagine if they Tom hug. Brady lost a Super Bowl and then walked to the opposing team and gave them the Super Bowl? Trip? Oh, that would be tight. I can't imagine he Tom Brady ever losing a fucking Super Bowl. That's fair. <laughs> never. <laughs> never, bro. Uh, yeah, uh, it was uh, it's an interesting moment. Uh, Ultimate Warrior has uh, had the, the paint wrestled off of his face. Yeah, okay. uh, he's the new champion. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's that's the match. Uh, any other things that we missed or didn't cover on this? Um, you guys are the okay, something that I thought was really interesting about this is because this was a uh, this was a re-airing where they clearly re-recorded all the commentary. It was funny that like you know Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan's commentary was entirely like, "Oh, this is almost like when Ric Flair like you know <laughs> took pictures of Miss Elizabeth and sent them to you." Know, like, yeah, it felt like they were definitely. They could not be bothered to talk about the match that they were talking about. Well, they were also talking a lot, and I guess because maybe, again, because we were watching like the rebroadcast version, this is just the video that we happen to be watching, um, they were talking a lot about WrestleMania 8. I'm sure this this aired yeah. a month before WrestleMania Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I think that, I don't know, maybe we watched the wrong version. Well, it's, it's interesting to see that, like, I feel like the WWF slash E, they work from the same playbook that they worked from back then, even in the 90s. And it is just like, you know, something that the fans commonly complain about mm-hmm. is like commentators selling matches that they're not watching. Oh, completely. So it's like the something that commentators will, they'll, while 
uh, Jack Gallagher and, you know, uh, Davari are wrestling. Yeah. The commentators will be talking about, like, up next, Braun Strowman. Yeah, you got to be, be like, talking about. Oh, did you see that Kevin Owens thing that happened a little bit ago? And there's like, they're not calling the match that they're watching. Yeah, yeah. they're talking about Roman Reigns running around backstage being livid about something. They're pushing the network. They're talking about yeah. the upcoming pay-per-view. They're Do you talk- know about the WWE Slam Crate? You got to get it. Yeah. yeah. Chris Lee Knows Best is on next. And it's sort of like, you know, we want to believe that wrestling is a sport or the reality of wrestling being a sport. And it's like the commentators calling moves and calling the match is like part of that. And this, I think, definitely suffered from the same thing that they do now where it's just like, oh, they're talking about the WWF hotline and they're talking about, you know, WrestleMania. They're talking about Ric Flair and whatever. And like, that's the point. This was a rebroadcast to get people to buy WrestleMania 8. So that's the point of it. Mm -hmm. But like there have been WrestleMania matches where they've done that. Where exactly. it's like they're not focusing on calling the match that they're doing. That's why yeah. I think people always have a, a nice, it's a nice refreshing thing is when somebody watches something like, if we're talking about WWE wrestling, uh, and, and when somebody watches like NXT and we get less of that, or you watch something like the Cruiserweight Classic and you get none of that, yeah, or like, you watch like the UK tournament yeah, and where it's just none of Michael that. Michael Cole calling moves. Right? It's like yeah, sometimes yeah. you forget that Michael Cole can be a commentator. Yeah, he's good at his job. He is. He actually really is. Okay, well, Tweety, before we uh, rate this match, is there anything else that you want to say to try to sway us before we give our finals? Man, there's just... You, I feel like you to appreciate mm-hmm. this match, you really have mm-hmm. to appreciate what is the Ultimate Warrior, mm-hmm. which is like what a is cocaine-fueled... <laughs> Ryan Tweety just loves talking about uh, cocaine. Dude, but there's just a like, crazy... Guys, Tweety showed up four hours before the <laughs> yeah. yeah, he Strung out of his it, mind. Yeah. Yeah. He hasn't blinked this entire time that we recorded this episode. <laughs> He's been shaking have the ring rope that is He's brought his desk. own ropes. Oh, <laughs> also, something that I think yeah. that's important, because I, I was randomly listening to the, I think I told you before, the um, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth... Oh, yeah. Uh, or Gina Gustav yeah, uh, yeah. episode. Yeah. And you had mentioned in there that as a grown man, you watched that and you like felt sad. Like, yeah. Like, emotions. Emotions, right? Yeah. Like I teared up. Yeah. So I was watching um, a guy named Robert Chan. Uh, we love house- Robert Chan. Yeah. He's one of my, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Um, we were watching, uh, or he was house sitting my house for me, had the WWE network, left it up on my Xbox for a couple days before he switched it back to his place when he went back. And uh, I watched the, this match, and it had been 20 years since I'd seen it. So I turned it on. You felt things you hadn't felt? I, in so long, and all, before <laughs> I know it, there's tears streaming down <laughs> oh, my face. Oh, man, isn't that great? And, I, and it was like, what? For this match? But it's not what I'm saying. It's not. It's the, it's what it meant to the, my childhood. The, the young pe- you. The, the young mm-hmm. people, to the point where I called my dad and was like, Dad, you'll never I guess. <laughs> my, my dad used to watch uh, would make model cars while I watched wrestling mm-hmm. so my dad was like not really a fan but was sh- humoring me right mm-hmm. and so he I called him and I was like hey dad I just got done watching the Ultimate Warrior Hulk Hogan Wrestlemania match remember that uh, and I tears started streaming on my face he's like Jesus Christ son <laughs> what is wrong with What's wrong you? with you loser come on figure it out um, <laughs> oh, but yeah no. like there's something figure about it like, there's an emotional <laughs> figure out how to not have emotions <laughs> figure out your emotions right like there's a, there's like a thing that this uh, means I think to an entire yeah. generation of wrestling fans well I sure. I will agree that like as, as much you know trash is talked toward Hulk Hogan and the yep. Ultimate Warrior um, as you know as far as their wrestling body of work goes like I did watch this match and like 
there was a little Hulkamaniac inside me that was freaking the fuck out. Right? Like, you know. Well, and that's what I said I, I have to remind myself of sometimes and do absolutely appreciate is the larger than life characters they established and lived as. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that that is what the main selling point to me is of this match. I mean, again, it's not a technical, uh, sh- you know, showcase. It's just two larger than life like, superheroes. I feel like mm-hmm. this is just the absolute, this is the absolute, uh, the pinnacle of what the WB tries to achieve when they put like Batista and John Cena in the ring together, Absolutely. John Cena and Randy Orton or like Brock Lesnar and Goldberg in a WrestleMania 20, where it's like, they're trying to replicate this like two Titans colliding thing. Right. And this is the version of it being done. Right. Yeah. Like, right. You know? Yeah. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the number of things. It's the presentation of the show, it's the characters, who the, the people are involved, how the characters it's like are, how the storylines have been built. Yeah. Uh, how the storyline's been built. Uh, the time, the fans, the scenario, the place. I mean, there, there's about a billion things that could make a really great match still not go well or come o- come across well. This just had somehow everything seemed to... And they're both faces. Yeah. And this started back in the Royal Rumble when they yep. randomly got... They both threw everybody else out of the ring and they were, and the they only- were left. Yeah, it was like, yeah. well, I guess we got to fight. Like, yeah. yeah. And they didn't, nobody wanted them to fight. Uh-huh. They didn't want to fight each other. And they- Vince probably saw what the crowd did, was like, well, okay, well, this is going to be it. Yeah. What's like, See, in my, head, I was like oh, in my head, I was like, what smart planning by Vince? Mm-hmm. I watched an interview with a honky tonk man. Mm. And uh, who, I'm, do you love the honky tonk man? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I hated him so much. As I'm not a fan. Yeah. Uh, and he was basically saying that when he, because the Olden Warrior beat him in 27 seconds for the Intercontinental Championship mm-hmm. or whatever, and um, he just sort of came out of nowhere and Vince was pushing the Ultimate Warrior, like, he's just going to come in and beat you in 27 seconds, that's it. Yeah. Right. And they just went with it. Like, he came out of nowhere and just took over, man. He's the greatest. <laughs> he's the greatest. All right. Well, on that note, let's go ahead and rate it. Uh, give some final thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, do you want to start us off? Yeah, sure. Uh uh, I'll reiterate once again. It's it's the characters and the portrayal and the the weight that this has that really sells it for me. It's it's not the wrestling so much, but it is a cool match, and I I, I really do like the Ultimate Warrior. I, I've always liked for for what he did as a character and for his intensity. I've always mm-hmm. respected that. Um, I'm not a huge Hogan fan. I never have been, but. In the right scenarios, in the right matches, I do. I get caught up in some of these classics, just like any wrestling fan with a soul would. Right. Uh, so, you know, uh, I, I like what they did, and I do appreciate what they do in this match, and it does feel big. It feels like a big deal. So uh, I will give this, me personally, I'll give it a three out of five. A three blowjobs out of five. I'll give it three. I'll give it three Hulkamaniac blowjobs out of five, brother. Brother. Let me uh, suck your dick, brother. Joey, how many Hulkamaniac blowjobs um, are you going to give? Okay, so, um, yeah, I think that, like, as as a technical wrestling masterpiece, this is, like, a one blowjob Yeah, out of five. I mean, yeah. Um, but this is a match that like as Colt Cabana and another wrestler, they've done spot for spot reenactments of this match at indie shows where they literally just like Colt Cabana and some other indie wrestler have just done this match from start to finish, (laughs) like just spot for spot, like long stuff. Just because like this is this is one of those matches similar to the TLC, similar to the Rock Austins where. This match is the reason that so many of our wrestling wrestlers that we're fans of became wrestlers. Absolutely, like it's it's just the aura of it. Like they, they're trying to, like, 
uh, on some level, Daniel Bryan is trying to be the ultimate warrior when he's having just like a psycho like run and like, mm-hmm. you know, taking out a bunch of people like Cesaro is trying to be the ultimate warrior when he's trying to do stuff. On some level, John Cena is trying to be Hulk Hogan when he's trying to no like doubt. rile the crowd up. It's like these as a match. This isn't great. But as like the as for all the reasons that we love wrestling, this is pretty damn high up there. Yeah. So, um, you know, I would give this uh, as a match, you know, probably, you know, let's say 2.5 blowjobs <laughs> um, as a as I just love saying that as a uh, like as a moment in wrestling. I would give this 10 blowjobs. And also uh, I uh, took a lift to see a movie yesterday and the, my girlfriend noted the driver Definitely on cocaine. Mm. Not as cool as the Ultimate Warrior. Oh, wow. wow. Interesting. Well, was he shaking the steering wheel? Yeah. I mean, he was, <laughs> just, he was, just, he was just like, so what movies are you going to see tonight? Oh, have you seen La La Land yet? Oh, it's pretty great. Oh, like uh, the Vista Theater. Oh, that's like, that's a pretty uh, pretty new place. Like, What did you go see? Uh, I saw Get Out. Oh, was it good? Uh, it was. You just beeped yourself. Oh, I thought Get we were going to cut to an edit thing. It was okay, let's let's what, edit no. let's edit this part out. Get out. Just uh, go. Was it? And I'll say it was good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fine. What were you going to cut to? I think I was going to like try to say spoilers. I was going to try to like do a bit where it seemed like I, I don't want to know spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, I don't want to spoilers. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Guys, right. I'm tired. Let's, okay, okay. Very good. So ask him again. <laughs> you saw Get Out? Don't edit this. Leave yeah. this in. It's this all is the podcast. Oh, I, I don't know what I also saw Get Out last night. Did you like I it? really loved it. I, yeah, I want to see it so bad. Have you yeah. seen it, Ryan? What, Get Out? Get Out. Mm-hmm. No, I want to see it really bad. Yeah, uh, as far as Get Out goes, I'm telling you to get into the theater. Very good. <laughs> and then okay. I'll tell you this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Joe is trying to do. I never understand his human. I don't know what he's doing. This is how humans do things. I don't get out uh, uh, is legitimately a really good movie. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, it was yeah, fun all so in the Midwest hates it. That doesn't oh, surprise me. Do they uh, really? Like, yeah, there's not surprise. Like anti-white. And yeah, there have been a couple oh. of think pieces that are like, "Why are you fucking making a racist movie?" And oh, it's yeah. like, this and is it's like, it's like apparently like, yeah. yeah, like because white people are so privileged. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, they uh, fucking are. God damn it! <laughs> but uh, the movie itself completely deserves 100 percent Rotten Tomatoes rating. Yeah, I, I it does. like. Is it going to win an Oscar? No, no. no but it, it did it do everything that it was supposed to do amazingly like it delivered upon premise great you yeah because the trailer sold the shit out of it for me it's like that looks like a legit good horror movie. i have it was wait it's a horror movie yeah, yeah. i have not movie. seen the trailer for this movie. oh my god it's not what this is not where the I trailer first going. hit i was like i was like that's automatically my most i just saw movie i just saw jordan peel mm-hmm. and i love him so much that i actually watched the cat movie yeah keanu yeah keanu. oh uh, i love keanu and I just like, see it it's a good movie i also cried while watching keanu oh uh, my god no, really? yeah, i just love cats you? he does love cats. okay yeah. uh anyway um, go see uh, get out yeah get out uh, okay so hold on yeah get Joey. out jordan peel lo- has jordan, <laughs> jordan peel rating uh so jordan peel has launched uh, get out 100 blowjobs uh, <laughs> your final rating of the match yeah, yeah. one or 2.5 or 10 yeah i would say 2.5 is a match 10 as a moment in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. And, I, so, and I feel like my 3.5... Guys, if you want to tweet at us at YSLW Podcast on mm-hmm. Twitter... Um, yeah, and, how and, many blowjobs would you give this yeah, match? how many blowjobs would you give this match? I'm sure this match is like, again, a nostalgic, huge thing. This is probably like uh, the reason that a lot of people love wrestling. You're absolutely mm-hmm. right, yeah. Joey. So I feel Not like people... Not just love wrestling, but became wrestlers. People probably... Some listeners have probably heard my 3 out of 5 and were like, fuck Nick's. 
So I, uh, you know, if you got a problem with it, tweet at us. Go ahead, Ryan. If you got a problem yeah. with him? Just fucking fight. Just get out. Just get out. <laughs> get out. Um, uh, I want to. I want to piggyback a little bit on what you were saying about people being Ultimate Warrior or people being Hogan now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you go go back and listen to the Ultimate Warrior and listen to Macho Man Randy Savage, they're doing Hulk Hogan. They're yeah. doing their well, they version are. of Hulk. That's Hogan. a good they point. Are. Like Macho Man Randy Savage, the only difference between him and Hogan is Hogan said brother, and he said, "Oh yeah, like, it's all the same." <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. And Ultimate Warrior was like he didn't have Hulkamania; he had his little warriors or whatever it was. You know what I mean? What also like Hulk Hogan was doing Superstar Billy Graham, like yeah, every, like that's something that I like about wrestling as an art form. They kind of like, look the same. It's like everybody is sort of standing on the shoulders of the people before them. Right. And like everything is sort of a reaction to the hundred years of wrestling before it. And yep. how many versions of the of Andre the Giant have we seen? Yeah. Totally. Yep. The Iron Sheik or you know what I mean? They're yeah, all, yeah. 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 They're all derivative. All right, so um, yeah. Blow so jobs. Uh, sloppy blowjobs. I mean, <laughs> sloppy Hulkamaniac blowjobs. Sloppy Hulkamaniac blowjobs. I have to give it like 69 out of five. Wow. 69 sloppy like Hulkamaniac It's the greatest. You suck. Okay. okay. Like it's, <laughs> I got to tell. Yeah, tell the story. No, I know exactly what story you're going to tell. It's my favorite number. Wow. Uh, I love to give that. So anyway. I, uh, These two titans are 69-ing <laughs> each other. So anyway, I met no Hulk Hogan in a bar. I got Steven. real drunk. I want to um, He was like, come here, brother. So he got, no. So fucking Tweety, we did a show where he asked, <laughs> he asked me to come in to do a show where like we would uh, we would like be a, a judging panel for people doing various talents or whatever. And he told me before the show, he's like, I got a really good bit I'm gonna do <laughs> for my rating, oh, whatever it is, I'm going to give it a 69 because that's, that's comedy. Yeah, and, he did, and I was like, I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> like, I, was just yeah. like, I just thought he was like goofing with me. Like, you know, how sometimes you make a bad yeah, joke. Your friends. Goofs. Yeah. You know, you're just like, oh, what if I did this terrible joke? And we're like, oh, That'd be stupid. And then on and stage, we're rating the things. We're like, whatever. And then Tweety goes, I'd give this a 69. I was like, yeah. What? He actually did it? Yeah. And did he's really? done this several yeah. times. Did you do it the whole show? Everyone's Yes. He did yes. Every, the whole uh, show. Did you milk it? And did the audience chant your name by the end for two hours? No, but they I have been in 69 times. I have been in a show before where they got the audience to chant my, what I hate being called. So that counts, right? What, what do you hate being called? Boy. Like frat boy? Frat dad. They call me frat dad. <laughs> frat dad? Uh, chant call me, they had the entire room. To be fair, oh. you are the patriarch to an entire house of, <laughs> of your to beta house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and in that house lives their drunk racist uncle. <laughs> no, I don't but know. I will give okay. you a 69 out of a 69 for your own 69 because um, uh, like the Ultimate Warrior, you committed to that bit and you stuck with it the Thank whole time. You. Yeah, I, I'll applaud that. Yeah, right? I mean, I get. do I think that the number 69 is hilarious? Of course I do. <laughs> okay. Everyone do does. Do I also think it's hilarious to do it every time? Of course yes. I do. Well, that's, that's, yes. I mean, we're High far brow. off track. But that is something, too, like <laughs> no, any comedy thing is like, sometimes you got to just like dig your feet in and just yeah. keep going. Sometimes like, you have to. You yeah. know, I started sometimes. the bit when I was 14. I'm going to do it till I'm 70. Steven, how many how many blowjobs have you given this man? Are you only right. planning on living till you're 70? <laughs> What's that? No, at 70, I'll stop doing the bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Because then it won't. <laughs> just, just on your 69th birthday, you'll <laughs> yeah. look at, uh, on your 69th birthday, you'll look at the wedding or at the birthday cake and just go, <laughs> die now that I'm 70 69's not funny anymore yeah, I'm ready to die <laughs> let me just rest in peace frat grandpa let me just blows into <laughs> dust anyway I like that so okay so yeah my rating uh, well, also this, talk, what are your thoughts on the match too yeah yeah I'm, yeah 
Uh, my rating is not going to be surprising to anybody who's listened to this podcast. 100 Get blow out! Jo- 100 blowjobs. <laughs> 100 blowjobs. Yeah. I watched this, and it's boring. It is, I think, inarguably boring. Uh, for eight minutes, I, I, I was kind of doing a count. I was like, eight minutes, I think there are two moves that happen that are not, like, just holding hands or whatever. One that was a bear hug. And one, yeah, and then, it, like, they're so, it's so slow and boring. The audience um, didn't look bored. They the did audience not. They did not. loves it. It's insane to me that anybody could be entertained by this for that long, but they were for some reason. Um, you know, yes, I think ultimately why this worked is it was characters uh, showboating, and there, there's something fun about that. I, I know that. Isn't it truly fascinating, though, how into it the crowd really is? They you are. Love you are it. I am somewhat on Steven's side here. I absolutely yeah. agree. It's like they are losing their shit. They're losing it every <laughs> moment of this match. They're like, there's, these are guys. These are my friends. Like, and it's there's something primal going on there we you, you said it's all id uh and i don't remember which one that is i think that's the 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 stupid one the, right the animal the yeah is that right the id the ego is like ego is probably yep. like these two and then <laughs> you're like the super ego oh yeah, God, yeah i don't know what that means at all the opposite uh, of the id so it's, it's like just, it's 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 it all goes back to freud we all want to fuck our mom isn't yeah, that, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. that oh, what he always says bro everybody wants to yeah, fuck yeah, your see, mom see, see. Uh, so, Classic <laughs> Freud. I know what the it is. I want a 69 year mom. Hey guys, anyway. hashtag us uh, at mom, mom fuckers. Hashtag mom fuckers. <laughs> oh God. Uh, go ahead, Steve. I mean, okay, sure, so go ahead. My, my, I guess the <laughs> thing on this is like there is something like animalistic going on. I feel like it's like, oh, two big strong men and they're yelling and we're all yelling and it's just, I feel like maybe that's what wrestling is at the end of the day is we're just being animals and going like, oh, that's the alpha. This is the alpha. I will do what he says. I feel like that's what's happening. Um, and, uh, uh, for me, it's just not that exciting. Uh, it was weak moves. It was boring. I hate watching people get hugged. Um, and I, you know, I, it's just, it's, especially in the context of what's supposed to be a fight. Um, uh, ultimately, like, I guess the characters weren't enough. Like, the promos that led up to this, I, I, we've seen this promo previously, Ultimate yeah. Warrior. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, they're like, grab, grab, yeah. open the cockpit door, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, push it down. Uh, like, that's interesting, but that's not what I get to see. I, 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 and I, I don't know, like that would entertain me for a little bit longer. So the first two minutes I was like basically interested in, in and I was like, this will be fun. Mm-hmm. And then everything else is disappointing. So this is a, a 1.5 for me. Wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think somebody that, will like, hate you for that. Somebody will hate me for everything I do on this show. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. true. <laughs> Steven's got some, some, I got some, heel some heat. messages lately. Yeah, bro. I'm going. I'm going hard at our audience. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I've been very nice to our no, audience. No, actually, you no, you totally have. You totally have. But I'm um, saying, like, some some people have been sending some messages our way, and we've been we've been getting a lot of vocal fans lately who are like, Stephen, what's wrong with you, man? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. okay, bro? Yeah. And that well, is like the heart of wrestling. With them? A little bit. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good. That's not what I they, thought. They, they feel a little. Uh, they're a little offended. Mm-hmm. Of course. But people then, want but they're, me to be but they're also worried. People want me to be different. But I, I don't do. want you to be different. Okay. I want you to be you, but I also just wish that you would appreciate... Laugh at a 69 joke. <laughs> yeah, first of all. I don't, Step one. I mean, come laugh on. Laugh 69 like, times I'm not like making joke. 420 jokes. Am Wait, I right? Right, right, right. <laughs> Those douchebags. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I, douchebags. I do feel like... Like, I think that we've, like, we've made progress, but I do think that there is stuff like... 
There are definitely like straw man arguments that Stephen creates sometimes, but as we all oh, do. You say that all the time, and I don't think you're using that right. I don't think you know what that means. I truly don't. Well, <laughs> no, 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 I, no, no I, I, have a, I have a minor philosophy. I know what a straw what man is. What is a straw man argument? A straw man argument, it's when you pr- um, create a broad caricature of something and then push it over. No. So, so that's not what a straw man argument is. A straw man argument is when you take somebody's argument and you mischaracterize it to say, like, so let's say... And I think this I think you guys actually do straw man arguments fairly regularly. So my what I say is you guys say I say blading isn't real. What I say is I feel like blood capsules are a thing. You say and your argument is blading never happens. It's not and real. We argue that, something that you're that, saying that you didn't say. And I didn't say that. Yeah, that is it. a straw man argument. You are putting a straw man right. out, something that I did not propose, and you are beating up that argument and saying that everything that I said is false because I said that. That's not my argument. That is a straw man argument. You don't know what a straw man argument is. And, <laughs> and Nick, that, I think you just Googled it. I did it. just Am to I correct? make sure I was absolutely right, and, and you are right. Yeah. Thank you. But I, guess, uh, I, I think that we're... I think but no, I think that we're saying the same thing, just different ways. All right. right. I, 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 I don't think that Joey's a thousand percent wrong either, because yeah. you kind of pick and choose what you want to hear that we say, too. I think, yeah. sure. I think everybody is a straw man in here. We're uh, all that's, what, that's what I meant by like a and broad I just characterization. Want a I really only have one point of view, and yeah. that's that the Ultimate Warrior is the greatest wrestler of all time. I don't <laughs> and, feel and the like number 69, this... hilarious. Yeah, both yeah. Okay. Guys, I would also like to point out one more thing. Um, I only engage in Wicker Man arguments, and I like <laughs> to talk about how good I think the uh, Nicolas Cage version of the Wicker Man is. <laughs> and so. on that, let's go watch the Wicker Man and take no! a quick break. No, no, not the beast! Not the beast! No! <laughs> Hi, Sex and the City fans. Megan McKeever here. Check out my podcast, Cosmos and the City, where I'll be watching through the entire series of Sex and the City with a slew of fabulous guests. Each week, we'll be talking through everything from who wore what and why to the hottie of the week. So grab a drink and join me on my journey. Thanks, and be sure to subscribe to Cosmos and the City in iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. For our second clip, Tweety brought in a music video. The song was written and performed by Rick Derringer, who's also known for producing Weird Al Yankovic's Grammy award-winning songs Eat It and Fat. But in 1985, he produced an album released by the WWF called The Wrestling Album, which featured a theme song for the tag team of Barry Windham and Mike Rotunda, known as the U.S. Express. But shortly after the album's release, the U.S. Express left the WWF for the NWA. The song was without a home until it was picked up by Hulk Hogan. That song and the music video we watched today was Real American. Let's go to a clip. Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I am a real American. Fight for the rights of every man. I am a Most well-known songs in wrestling history. Yeah, yeah. Um, Isn't it, now, didn't that come from the same album as the song "Pile Driver"? Yeah, that sounds I right. So. I think so. Right? It's, it's like there's a Pile Driver, which is a great that. ballad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a little ten-song album, and it's uh, it looks really great. So uh, something that I love about this music video, and you, you were just yeah, we were talking about Hulk Hogan, and um, I love how 
uh, aggressively insane this thing is. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is like, crazy. Um, the, uh, the they're just singer. cutting to images of like Lincoln and it's, MLK yeah, it's with the JFK speech of like not ask not what you can do for your country. Yeah, it's insane. But it's like somebody punches somebody and then a plane hits a wall and then a <laughs> building explodes. Yeah. yeah, and then Hulk Hogan falls down and clutches his knee. And then yeah, like there's a drop kick and a build and like a plane crashing into yeah. a building, and then like you know Hulk such- Hogan punches a guy, and then like a bike, a guy falls off a bike. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Um, King Kong, Bundy, and Andre, like the giants are attacking him. Like the um, just him versus giants. The lead singer of the Mountain Goats referred to this in the interview as the most aggressive piece of Dadaistic artwork he's ever seen in his life. <laughs> wow. Uh, and it's like yeah, like you watch it, and it is just fucking nonsense. <laughs> it's nonsense. We have uh, we just we just went. <laughs> Martin Luther, yeah. Martin Luther King. Yeah. They have, they have like, George like, Washington, yeah, like, Lincoln, uh, Thomas, Thomas Jefferson. Jefferson. Yeah, like uh, uh, Vietnam veterans, a list of Vietnam <laughs> veterans. And then, and then, that, and then and that, then, that cuts to Hulk Hogan <laughs> shredding on the guitar. A Native American who I can't identify. Do you know who uh, that was? Go, let's, go, let's go back to it. I, I uh, definitely identify by... I recognize it was, the picture, but I can't. And um, then, and then I think it's like Lincoln wild picture. Buffalo Bill. Uh, that's I believe Crazy Horse. Okay, okay. yeah, it's like all Crazy right. Horse and Buffalo Bill. Then Martin Luther King yeah. Jr. Uh, all the all the Vietnam vets, <laughs> and then Hulk Hogan shredding while fireworks explode. <laughs> this is insane at every moment of this video. <laughs> you heard it. I mean that oh, because there's no music. It's just. That like echoey like yeah the moon landing yeah it's like a com it's like and we're we just kind of have it on the background without audio so it looks yeah. like a weird combination of like wrestling clips U.S. documentaries and like the yeah. Van Halen right now video <laughs> without all the text yeah yeah it's like, what it's the a, hell's going on it's, but he yeah. just beat up communism there yeah he headbutts a communist he's, flag he's on, he stands he's in the what he stands in the Grand Canyon the Bay uh, Bridge the, 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 the everywhere. everywhere uh I don't even know what that is is that like the, the Daytona like the Washington it's Monument. insane the and Liberty it's Bell which was sold to Taco Bell the Grand Canyon <laughs> like the Grand, it's everything it's bonkers the whole time yeah like this nuclear missile yeah, missile. yeah yeah that's, very that's to, to show off his dick brother yeah <laughs> yeah like people st- t- troops storming d-day followed by like a like a star <laughs> wipe and then hulk well, hogan on, on a, a motorcycle <laughs> and, then he, and then he like the and then he finger guns <laughs> and john like wayne appears listen yeah. yeah listen we've just described it not since we've just been yelling because it's so <laughs> insane you need to go to boardwalkaudio.com forward slash you should love wrestling right now you have yeah. to see this music video it'll be there'll yeah, be hulk a wait, who did he just uh, that uh, Hogan tears up a, sh- a picture of Muammar Gaddafi, Muammar Gaddafi. Uh, and yes, then and, the, and then rips his shirt off. <laughs> tear up a sh- yeah, tear a photo and it's then rip funny. your shirt off. I have not watched this video in a long time, like either. So this like, was like there's a point where he just headbutts the the Soviet flag. <laughs> like, he does, yeah, he he straight up headbutts dude, the Soviet those 24 flag. inch pythons. Those though. muscles where, those while big, wearing a cross. Like it's just man, they threw everything into this video. If you haven't seen it, seriously, go watch it right now. Yeah, it's fucking insane hulk is really at peak muscle in this music video yeah too. and it, was there any is there ever been a wrestler a that it was kid. culturally except for maybe the rock has there ever been a, re- a wrestler that's culturally as uh relevant as hulk hogan yeah probably only the rock right i would say Austin, only Steve because austin. you think so yeah, yeah. I, I could buy that okay so uh my the, dad doesn't know who steve austin is yeah. really I, uh, you know yeah, I don't think people know like i think that's that world oh, uh, he's the biggest in that world but so i uh Logan would still be apologize I uh, earlier knows, but then again i was a kid apologize i believe that the uh, american Indian was actually sitting bull mm, okay. um, i could be yeah i think it's sitting, i'm sorry uh, was while you guys were talking about, it, I was like aggressively in my phone, being like, oh, "Make sure I'm saying the right, the right chief." <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, 
Yeah. Uh, and we'll just say it was Chief Morley. Um, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> American Indian Chief Morley. Yes, Chief Morley, um, a.k.a. Valvinus. Yeah, yeah. Um, Look it up. But, uh, no. but yeah, I think that um, this was just so aggressively American that there's yeah. something... It's like, I... I feel like my comedic voice comes from stuff like this, <laughs> where it's just like Woof. fucking insanity. Kind of buy yeah. that though. I, no, I do. It I makes believe sense, that. doesn't it? It it does. Well, this is also part like of right it. Part in of the it heyday of like uh, the Desert Shield, right? Yeah, right before Desert Storm. Yeah, it was yeah. Still, yeah. sort of an operation before we were like completely horrible to like other countries. Like we were actually doing like pop, like arguably the right thing still. Mm-hmm. Right, maybe, maybe. Yeah. but like, that was maybe. but that was a long time long ago. Long time ago, like, yeah. and then all of a sudden we're like, like whole, like straight into a war with Iraq. When something that uh, after watching this, I like, I thought was really interesting is like, I wonder, and this is you know, I hate to bring up politics in this podcast because everybody mm. has an opinion, right? But I wonder if there's a world where Hulk Hogan will become like an alt right figure. <laughs> off of this music video, off of how aggressively American it is. Hey, it he, uh, he's got to be me. an all right figure already. Yeah. I Could mean, be. If you listen to some of those clips about his son in jail and stuff, yeah, they probably. And then the radio clips, but it's like, will he? Because I feel like he could. He'll he. He could become like an alt, like an alt right, like super figure if he wanted to. I think I think all well he's not like he can't be like a symbol like uh, the fraud like Pepe like Batman the, or the the knife what's that Mac oh. the knight and Who? whatever Mac the knife is an all right symbol no what's what's the McDonald's moonhead guy oh, Mac, oh, Mac, uh, Mac oh tonight. yeah uh, yeah Mac tonight oh Mac tonight. Mac. I always want to say Mac the knife uh, Mac tonight yeah like that's an alt right symbol and I think the reason Mac is huge yeah it's insane it's to the point where you're like not quite to the level of Pepe where he's like identified as a hate figure but yes no he yeah straight if you if you see that at all it's 100 oh, percent like for a quick, white supremacy for a quick second for sure. I cut right to Mayor McCheese and I was like no no, no I love Mayor McCheese not Mayor McCheese not that guy, not that guy we wrote a sketch about yeah also <laughs> another sketch we've got his head here uh, we, no, we, we wrote a full do. show about fast food figures yeah, yeah. Uh, in the in the show photo I'll, maybe I'll wear the Mayor McCheese head oh please um okay so. Uh, anyway, yeah, uh, we lost track of this. But yeah, but yeah Hulk no Hogan, Hulk, Hulk Hogan, about. could he become just a? Oh, massive I was just saying, right I don't think he can because uh, they they only use things without any uh, who can't speak any personality, like because they'll yeah. I think those are the biggest figures right now are symbols, and he can't be a symbol because he's alive. But I feel well, like I think he could be the symbol of killing Gawker and fucking his best friend's wife. Amen. <laughs> yeah, fair. Well, and also, like, didn't he drop the N-bomb on a radio show? And being a racist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not on a radio show, on, like, a sex tape that he didn't know was being recorded. Yeah. So that's fine. Hulk Hogan has six. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure he did it on a radio show, too. Like I would a radio live, like, said it didn't realize times. didn't realize he was... He thought he was being funny or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Well, like, I, I know about the home recording. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've heard I that one, too. That. There's one where, like, he was making... I feel like he was talking about another wrestler. <gasps> no, oh, nice. that, no, that was... What you're thinking about is uh, Booker T. Booker T. Uh, Booker T called him Oh, we come that for word. you. Oh, is that what it yeah. is? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. And it was just Booker T. was very much... He was just caught up in the promo, and he just uh-huh. it just slipped out. And it was very clear that immediately after he said it, he was like, oh, fuck. Like... <laughs> Um. <laughs> and Mean Gene doesn't bat an eye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. So let's. Uh, so this was one of the most American things we've ever seen. Uh, let's go around and give it a rating. Uh, I don't. Oh, I give this a hundred blowjobs. I give it a yeah. red, white, and blue out of a thousand. Red, white, yeah, yeah. a thousand. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
Tweety. For just uh, <laughs> give it, I give it um, <laughs> 69 Hiroshima's. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, like, like I love, <laughs> like I just, I love how just aggressive and like really anything. Like if this was super patriotic or if this was an ad for Taco Bell, just the fact that it's so aggressive in its message yeah. is hilarious. What do you me. give it, Stephen? A 1776 out of 10? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm just gonna Great. take that rating. You're welcome. Because I don't need to come up with a joke now. Because nope. nope. you gave me 1776 out You're of 10. You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, you gotta just enjoy something that's so insanely <laughs> pro-American. Just uh, for like, and I'm not anti-American, but man, that is so like <laughs> so much, and it feels like it just feels like a scatter shot too. Oh yeah, like <laughs> there, like, there is no clear message in this. <laughs> There's really not. It's just like everything that America has ever done is awesome. Yeah. I don't know how they. I don't know how like you can you can have the the Native American chief. Was it Squatting Bull? Was that uh, it? Sitting uh, Bull? Sitting Bull. Sorry. I believe Sitting Bull. I'm not sure if he, I'm not sure if he was actually a chief, but he was a, a popular figure with the Native American a culture. Figure that an important, I, like an important figure. Like, I don't know how you can have him and then some of the other images in that. They have everything. They're just like, we're calling all of this. This is us. Martin Luther King, also, big on peace. Turn the other cheek. And then also, missile. I mean, this <laughs> is also, like, if it was Sitting Bull, Sitting Bull was famous for, like, his resistance to the U.S. government policies. Right, like, right. So it it's like, so it's like. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make yeah, any yeah. sense. By the way, this video kind of does what, like. What like America? Fuck yeah! Tried to parody, but it's yeah, like it's yeah. kind of already been it's done. Ar- yeah, it's already. <laughs> well, it's a joke. just it, it is just like the Grand Canyon, America. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, like fucking uh, flags, America. Arch, like, yeah, yeah. Where it's just like space exploration. Yeah, just like George Washington Carver, America. Space is America it's just too. Like, it's just like show an American thing and then like guitar yeah. stuff. <laughs> History books, Nebraska, <laughs> George Washington. You fuck. That's yeah, one yeah. thing about the video that I don't like. It did not have a picture of Nebraska. Any corn. Uh, there. Uh, there was a corn. He wasn't a cornfield at one point, but okay, so he was. Okay, so yeah, it could was be probably Nebraska. Yeah, it could probably Iowa. It, Iowa oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. So uh, sorry, just yeah. just a, a free pitch for you that maybe we'll host on the board on the boardwalkaudio.com site. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you record a song called "Real Nebraskan," <laughs> would, would we? Are you calling the saying this to the fans? Yeah, like or it just like <laughs> you guys want us to get Ryan Tweedy to record a song called I'm oh. called Real Abra- okay. Nebraska. I will in a heartbeat. And you want us to make a music video for that song where it's just shit from Nebraska <laughs> and stuff exploding. Yeah, send <laughs> and us money. Then, uh, no, this is like, that'd be like four hours of work. Yeah, you know? asking for money. Then, yeah. uh, I, I got a green money. screen. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then tweet at us uh, at uh, YSLW podcast, hashtag Real Nebraska. <laughs> Real Nebraska. <laughs> like, uh, well, this was truly fantastic. Uh, Tweety, thank you so much for being on. Thanks today. for having me. This was a blast. Yeah, thank uh, you very much for coming, man. Yeah, is there fun, anything man. that you want to plug, uh, you want to share with the listening audience, your podcast, your oh, social media, your anything? There's so many things. Hit them all. At Foopod. Um, so Fish Out of Water podcast is a podcast I do with Jeremiah Burton on mm-hmm. this very network. Mm-hmm. F-O-O-W podcast. Yeah, F-O-O-W pod. Hey. Right. Um, we interview... Uh, comedy writers and we make them make us better writers mm-hmm. yeah that's the premise of it awesome Force them with a gun yeah with a gun like, yeah you got a gun like, the whole they're time. just like oh, i don't know heighten better <laughs> yeah a lot and of that do well, how do you guys generate ideas uh we <laughs> think uh, something funny happens and i put it in my notebook on my phone yeah <laughs> that's true that's exactly like, <laughs> like, I've got uh, that like the only thing <laughs> yeah like i have a pitch deadline i mean i have a pitch deadline tomorrow and just tonight i'm gonna sit down for 30 minutes and be like i don't fucking know facebook live <laughs> 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 and also again i do just want to say thank you for coming and doing the show yep. you I, this is a test to the power of our show you did say that you oh. had started b- before we started recording mm-hmm. you've kind of gotten back into wrestling so because of this the is the show because uh so th- it's really funny to me is that uh pearl 
Pearlstein, just the idea of him watching wrestling made me laugh. So I started listening to the podcast and you guys are doing episodes about like wrestlers that I haven't seen for years. So I actually went, I got the WWE network Great. and started wow. watching the guy. Hit you guys up on Facebook so you guys win. If he doesn't like wrestling, you've convinced me to start again. Fuck. To the point where my (laughs) wife is like, what the fuck? (laughs) Oh, great. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. You went back and watched the Cruiserweight Cruiserweight Classic. Classic. Cruiserweight Classic, amazing. Yeah, it's so good. And then I I still like the old school wrestlers more. I watch more of those throwbacks um, than I do the new stuff. I feel like there is an aura to old school wrestlers that. Oftentimes, newer wrestlers have trouble capturing. Yeah, and seeing Shawn Michaels old is yeah. really heartbreaking. Yeah. Okay. That was one thing I noticed. I was like, oh, my God. Because you, you weren't watching the, the the second run of Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. as it was happening. Yeah, and so right. now all of a sudden he's like Which 80? to me, to me is 80. arguably better than his first run. Mm. In, in my, um, it, it reminded me of when I saw uh, the guy from Every Rose Has His Thorn. Brett Michaels? Brett mm. Michaels. When I saw Brett oh, Michaels no. on his reality show, oh. yeah, that's he's how so I... Yeah, so puffy. That's yeah, how he I looks like he time-traveled back to the 80s and ate himself and yeah. came back. Yeah. That's um, how I felt about Shawn Michaels. Okay, I see. Uh, one of the most heartbreaking moments in my life oh. was... Uh, <laughs> this is going to be something crazy. When I watched... Uh, the Bushwhackers are a very good tag team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of my the favorites. That, so, uh, yeah, yeah, the Bushwhackers, very high energy... Uh, they were recently put in the WWE Hall of Fame within the past couple of years. They were, and like, they're they're in their seventies. Are they <laughs> like, really? Yeah, like one of the like one of the guys has to use like crutches like a, to a get cane. around. Do you know who they look like? Oh no, they look like the two comedy twin brothers. Uh, um, that have a podcast. God, what is the oh, name? Oh, the Sklar brothers. The Sklar brothers. Oh yeah. Whenever yeah. I picture, yeah, the, Dan Van Kirk, friend of the show, he's on that all the time. Uh-huh. Yes, he is. Whenever I picture uh, uh, the Bushwhackers in my head, I just picture the Sklar brothers. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Doing this. That's I funny. can see That's that. Funny. Yeah, but it's like uh, it's just heartbreaking. Of like, oh, like I haven't seen them since. 1991 and it's mm-hmm. been 20 years and I guess if they were 50 then that makes sense but they just look they they look very old yeah it's yeah. hard to see your heroes get old and wither yeah. away but the, the comfort there is that we're all dying at every waking moment of our life except so we're for us towards death except for us we, us and this podcast will live forever we will live forever yeah, yeah. so I just I wanted to make sure I I Mention that and yeah, thank you for listening. And I'm glad, and you're welcome. Yeah, I found Brock Lesnar. Like, I never, I missed the whole Brock Lesnar thing. And now right. I can go back. I'm so are sorry. You, are you watching any WWE TV kind of currently? Or are you sort I'm, of following I'm along? St- I'm doing the, I'm going to start downloading uh, all the, because I thought I could get Raw and. Nah, that's so still USA. I have to start, uh, um, what's it called? Torrentine. Oh. That's fair. Yeah. And by torrenting, he means pay for it legally. There you mm-hmm. go. That's right. Yeah, that's that's, that's what that, yeah. That's, that's what we all understand. The word torrenting means is paying for <laughs> yeah. it legally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. paying yeah. for yeah. cable it's slang. It's all right. Yeah, slang. yeah. All right, slang. <laughs> cucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashtag <laughs> leave Mayor McCheese alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, slang. Cuckadoodle doo. Cuckadoodle doo. Ryan Tweedy, thank you very thank much you again so for much. coming thank to the show. Yeah, great. It was fun. So much fun. Before we go, Uh-oh. we just have a big question. What's? Oh, it's a big question. It's it's a rather large question. Am I a real American? You know I am. Are you? Yes. Because you just a couple minutes ago you said you're not a fan of America. Oh, I don't think I said that, but I might have. I hear what I, it's a strong we're, man. We're a strong man. Are good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steven. Mm-hmm. Big question. Do you love wrestling? I don't. He doesn't like it. Yeah. But I'm a real American. All right. Uh, well, but Ryan loves it, so whatever. <laughs> I, really yeah. try, I really tried, guys. Fuck like, off. I don't know, like when uh, Ryan becoming a wrestling fan and you not liking wrestling, we've uh, we've ba- hit zero. You basically yeah. win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll see you next time, Hulkamaniacs. 
Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can find us at YSLW Podcast. Or if you have match suggestions or questions, shoot us an email at you should love wrestling at gmail.com. Joey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter at Joey Tainman. And you can listen to my other podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is a podcast where guests and I sit in silence for 25 minutes, also on Boardwalk Audio. Nick, where can we find you on social media? Oh, guys, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G-L-I-G-O-R. What about you, Stephen? You can find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Be sure and like, subscribe, and give us a review on iTunes. Give us that five-star rating. Write some nice comments. Maybe we'll read them on the air. Thanks for listening to You Should Love Wrestling. Guys, we will catch you next time. This has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.